This is Tony Montana from Shadow and the Thrill, and you're watching the JFJ Conspiracy, where the shop talk is rock. I'm Jim. And I'm Frank. And I'm Jared. And this is the JFJ Conspiracy Podcast, where the shop talk is rock. Jerry, how are you this week? I'm doing wonderfully, folks. All right. Considering, considering we got fires, we got heat, and we have fires and heat. Yes. And then a little bit more of that. And Jim, how yep. are you? I'm doing great, man. All right. How are you, how are you doing this week, Frank? <laughs> yeah, Frank, what's up? You know, I'm doing pretty good. You know, we had... Uh, still that fire going on out there in Yukaipa yep. and uh, pretty much covered our vehicles with ashes mm -hmm. this way. Yep. And uh, hey, it is what it is. Um, fall's coming, right? That's Southern California. Yep. Yeah. So we'll, we'll deal with it. We'll deal with it. Jim's got one over by him too. Yeah. yeah. Now yours is going the other direction though, isn't it? Going towards Monrovia at this point? Yes. Yeah. yeah. But then the wind blows from the west. So yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, uh, Jim, any, any news in the rock and roll world this uh, this week that you can think of? Nothing off the top of my head. Yeah. I know and after... It's, it's been a slow week. That's probably a good thing because at our age, yeah. it's always deaths. <laughs> I know. Well, that's... Yeah. I'm you trying to think. Anybody die the last couple of weeks? No, nothing. That's, that's probably a good yeah, thing. Yeah, we had... Uh, oh, shoot. What was the last one? My dad used to tell me that back in the day, folks. He goes, you know, you know what, son? You know, when I was a youngster, he goes, you know, the one thing that's bad about getting old, you have to bury your friends. Yeah. Yeah. And at that time, I'm like, yeah, dad, can I have sure. 50 cents? Right. <laughs> I hear the ice cream man, you know. Yeah. 50 cents was a lot back then, folks. Oh, yeah. Conspiracy land. Ooh, boy. Hey, and, um, but yeah, we're at that age, folks. Speaking of the ice cream man, I wonder if your parents ever did this to you. My dad used to tell me when I heard the ice cream man coming down the street and I heard the, the music and I knew it was time he was coming. And I said, dad, dad, ice cream man. And my dad said, son, he only plays that music when he's out of ice cream. He says, you go ahead and wait. And when he's not playing it, we'll stop him. You win, dad. You win. <laughs> Yeah. That must have, that's got to be a mind messer right there. <laughs> we, had a, we had a similar thing with our kids. So um, Gail used to say, used to tell the kids, oh, look, here comes the music truck. Right. As Vian plays music. Yeah. I don't even <laughs> and like so, that music. Yeah. So, no, but so one time we're over at my mom's place and my sister's over there with her kids. Uh-oh. They hear the music and they're like, mom, the ice cream truck's coming. Oh. My kids are all... Ice cream truck. That's the truck yes. that plays music. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the uh, end of that was the end of that little. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That played <laughs> itself out. Wow. Well, let's move ahead, and um, I'd like to know what's in Jim's fridge. nice and cold this week yes one of my, one of my favorite records in my collection 
This is uh, David oh, Bowie, Bowie changes Bowie. Yes. Ryko disc version. Nice. Uh, beautifully re-released. Still has the little Obi strip on it. All right. Well, it looks like the Obi strip's been repaired. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with Obi. Maybe no, maybe not. No, nope, that thing's in perfect condition. Good. <laughs> uh, Our friends to the east took care of it. Yes, mm -hmm. fantastic. Uh, two record set. Beautiful, like clear, Ooh, I love clear it. green vinyl. Um, nice. Well, that looks good, Harmony. Yep. Uh, yeah, gate gatefold sleeve. They really went all out on these. Yes. And uh, Ryko, uh, if you know anything about their reissues, I mean, they uh, they go all out, top quality. It's supposed to be CD quality on a on an LP, right? Mm. Just fantastic stuff. So uh, love that record. Yes. Uh, Great album. Yes. Final. Uh, wow. Jerry should like that one. It's a. I think I think I have I do <laughs> I, have, I have Bowie's greatest I do yeah. guys iTunes iTunes version now there's no vinyl right but it covers everything I yeah. do have uh, yeah towards the end it covers everything there's like at the end it's a couple songs I don't even recognize but that's you know covering right. this band I do have Bowie's greatest on it yep well what a so career there you go. Vin Going vinyl vinyl so cool blah, you gotta blah, keep blah. it in the fridge I love it I Good agree <laughs> I agree now, the last time, last episode we had, I, I want to tell you guys, um, right as we started recording, I got bit by a mosquito in the back of my head. And if you go back and you watch that episode, I'm messing with the back of my head the whole show. Afterwards, I go take a shower. I have a softball on the back of my head. I was going to say, you have like a billiard gosh. ball on the back of your noggin. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. Um, after that. Ping pong. Yeah. Yeah. I had, yeah, for my head, I had two bites on my legs, blew up. I had one that oh came gosh. on my arm and was shooting the, when I finally had to go to the doctor, he was, the, the, the venom was going up my arm. Oh my gosh, dude. That's yeah, not so a, that's drop not the a bug bomb. That's gotta be a spider, man. That's not a, well, yeah. you know. I went out, we have some rose bushes and uh, hibiscus and some other things. And when you go out there, during the uh, evening time, the mosquitoes, for whatever there's no standing water there, but they're buzzing all around. And so, like I said, I went to the ER. That's how bad it was. Uh, got My antibiotics gosh. and um, been taking antibiotics now for a week and a half. But My gosh, it was crazy. So go back and watch yeah, that episode. Yeah. And, and <laughs> matter of fact, I almost don't. I almost don't want to now. Oh, it's crazy. No. Crazy. Oh, that picture that picture you sent us on your arm was pretty vivid. Yeah. That was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. You know. Um the reason I was going back to that is since then, uh our last episode, there was uh the uh, record store day. And we didn't do an episode this year on it, but I happened to get over to Rhino Records, my our myself and our, our good friend Jeff Brenneman. Saw and those pictures. It was yep. appointment only. And um by the time oh, yeah. we got over oh, there. Yeah. They decided to just let anybody and their brother in. So the appointments were well, uh, Had we known that. And that's that, how it should be. Yeah. Well, had we known that, would have went a lot earlier and probably got, you know, some better selections. Good then, point. Then better. Yeah. But, you, but you what probably I did got pick up, yeah. oh, 
Trouble I, I did pick up by. Trouble Walking. I was going to say, you probably got aced out of some good records, but <laughs> no, you didn't. Didn't get aced out of that. <laughs> I love that album. The problem with this album, there's the good part. Nice. Colored vinyl. Yeah. You, you guys probably well, all orangey, see uh, orangey video yellow and actually pressing these. Like his sunburst uh, Gibson Les Paul. Yes. The problem with this album is it's 45 RPM. So side two has two songs on it. Side one has three songs. It's a double album. Right. You know, and why is it, why is that a problem? Cause you got to swap out records. It, you're swapping out records. It's just like playing singles, you know, Take, um, taking us back to the old days. Honey. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, the seven inch single is my favorite format though, right? It is. It, it's, but for a single, not for an album, because when you put an no, album on, you have side one saying. and you have side two. Sound quality supposedly is so much better than uh, the 33 RPM. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not noticing it, but I don't have super high fidelity equipment either. You know what? Throw the CD on and just let it run. <laughs> well, you know yeah, what? And it the, came and with the download. The came with the download. There you go. Yeah. The digital download. So. They usually do. <laughs> yeah. What's Nowadays, funny, guys, it's, yeah. it's way to go. I was going to say, what's funny, guys, is I'm just finding out. I'm focusing in on um, – I, I follow Ace on Instagram. And right. it's like uh, his album, Blankety Blank, is coming out on three vinyl – it's like, why do you need three albums for that out? I'm finding out, like Frank said, and like you said, Jaime, it's full album size, but it's got like two songs on each side. Right. Or, or three. It just drives up the cost. Well, the no, but it's just me. I'm, what, what gets me, guys, is I'm just figuring out, well, why is that album a double LP? It's, mm -hmm. it's all it's all it's only nine songs it's it's not right. like you know quadrophenia where it's over 120 minutes yeah. where you gotta <laughs> you gotta take a song off so it'll fit on a cd right so i'm just starting to get that guys i, I know it's a money grab but there is no way in heck that i'm taking my uh ace free the album and, and playing four sides to get the whole album in my head right <laughs> well his new album coming uh, out is, is, I almost pulled the trigger, guys. Did, what? Seeing ads. The, the Origins 2. Origins 2. Volume it's, 2. Yep. They, they got me hook, line, singer because the first day that it came <laughs> out, I pre ordered. Yeah, yeah, it's gold. Did. I don't like the gold vinyl. Oh. And then the next, very next day, oh, here's our special blue and white vinyl. Right. But you already now, bought the gold, right? Right. <laughs> the gold. Now, Target has But now you got to have them both. Well, one has now a, you have all, uh, a variation on the album cover. And like, oh, man. They, all, I'm, all I'm saying, guys, out in conspiracy land, Jim and Frank, I have the Kisteria box set. Right. Everything they ever did on vinyl, including, thanks to Frank, Sonic Boom. Right. That is where I stopped. <laughs> But I'm yeah. telling you guys, I see some pretty vinyl once in a while, and I go, ooh, I would like yeah. that. And then I, I read the fine print, and it's like, yeah, but there's only two songs on that side. Right. And I, I don't know. I don't even have a turntable yet, guys. <laughs> I got to well, hit so you guys up just, for best one. Yeah. Just I'm just starting. to collect. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just starting. Yeah. Well, Frank, I'm not going crazy like you. No. Or I'm for that matter. Nobody's crazy like Frank. <laughs> oh, he's got stuff. I, I like the colored vinyl, man. It, it's it's so much better than when we were yeah. kids 
it, the, the colored vinyl, the picture discs, they were scratchy. They didn't sound good. And it's way thicker. This yeah, 180 now, milligram stuff. I, I like the uh, newer stuff. So. Like a, yeah, like you know what's funny? Our cheesy folder. <laughs> I remember, uh, I remember coming across some like kind of colored vinyl seven inches like back in the day. Like mm -hmm. probably we were in high school. And then as I started reading along and finding a little bit about how records were manufactured, I found out vinyl is clear. Clear vinyl. Yes, all vinyl is clear. All vinyl is clear. They have to add the black color to it. I'm like thinking, right. well, if you're adding the black, why not just make it blue or red right. or yellow or any yeah. other color? Why, why not well, just leave it clear at that point? I, I didn't know that. I mean, you know, in the old days, that's um, awesome. 78. I, I go for some clear vinyl. Well, the reason yeah, it looks great that I've read. Heck yeah. Is black vinyl shows the scratches and the dust and everything else better than the other colors do. You can't clean them as well because you can't see the grooves. Okay, but it's not as cool looking. It's not as cool looking, <laughs> no. I no. didn't know that, Jaime. That's awesome. Yeah. I didn't know that. But, they, but then they wanted to charge you extra for, for colored color. vinyl, and it was like, it is colored, yeah. <laughs> you didn't you charge color, you colored any vinyl. color. Why you yeah. color, I want to charge me more because it's blue. Right. Yeah. When you had to it color does, it anyway. It yeah. does look nice. I, I remember my dad had some, I'm trying to think what color it was. It was like Roy Clark or Johnny Cash way back in the late 60s. I think it was red. Mm -hmm. And I just remember just staring at it. I wouldn't even play it. I'd just yeah. look at it. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> now, so. Jim, did you pull the trigger on the uh, record cleaner machine? I did not. Okay. Not yet. Still kicking around that idea. I think I want to get the little spindle weight thing yes try that one of those mm -hmm. and uh it stabilizes the record a little bit i don't notice stabilizer uh, that's the word I'm yeah for. don't notice a big so difference no, but it sure looks cool on the turntable no more windex and a or t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> i actually was uh reading and, and not, everybody not for that kind of money huh a lot of people are saying uh dawn dishwashing soap in warm water is your best well, option. they say that for yeah you know, but that's so like not exotic, though. No, it's generic. I want I it mean. to be a mystery a little bit. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> warm, warm soap water is what I've heard on glasses. You know, yeah. guitar picks. Warm soap water. Warm soft, soap and water. Yeah, you know, soft cloth, yeah. cheese cloth, yeah, soft cloth, and a soft yeah. cloth. Good yeah. point. So, oh well. All right. Well, this week we've got um, some. <laughs> excuse me. That was dinner. Got some bands for you. Glad it wasn't a spider. <laughs> no, no uh. mosquitoes flying around here. No, no spider. <laughs> um, well, now, before we get into the music, this would be a good time if you're watching. Go ahead and hit that like button. Subscribe. Hit the little bell. So get notified when the new episodes come out. Perfect time to do it. We'll wait. We're not going to wait long, are we? No, we're done. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. So, Jerry, why don't you go yes, ahead and sir? present uh, your band to us? Uh, Frank and Jim got a band or a solo artist, Five-Sided Dice. Five-Sided Dice, folks, on Conspiracy Land. Please spell the number five, F-I-V-E. There's a couple of them out there. Five-Sided Dice out of Port Elizabeth, South Africa. Oh. Mm. This is the brainchild of Roscoe Neft. Roscoe Neft, N-E-F-D-T, from, again, Port, Port Elizabeth, South Africa. Five-Sided Dice. Uh, this tune... Uh, this album just came out uh, July 17th, so it's pretty recent. Uh, it's called Music, uh, the album, Music Not As Bad As It Sounds. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, the song Frank's going to spin is called Spiraling Down. Um, some of his influences are, uh, oh, what I love about this, his faves are, are Choking Victim, Copeland, Brand New, Leftover Crack, which I find that hard to believe, <laughs> and The Rabble. And again, uh, he's on all the uh, social networks, uh, Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, etc. cetera. Uh, Five-Sided Dice, Roscoe Neft. Um, his little intro thing says, morbid song titles amplified by melo melancholic and self-loathing lyrics with happy and catchy melodies recording, recorded during this chaotic part of human history that is 2020. What else could you need? Again, it's conspiracy land. All words, music, composed, written, and performed by Roscoe Five-Sided Dice Nep. Recorded. Yes, I love it when it's this dude. This, this is great <laughs> yeah. stuff, folks. This is great stuff. Morbid, self-loathing lyrics with that's what that, it says. With catchy, happy melodies. With, Sounds like Smith. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. But the Smiths didn't have during this chaotic part of human history. That is 2020. Smiths didn't have that. Um, yes. Recorded, recorded, mixed, mastered, and produced and distributed by Five Sided Records and Five Sided Dice 2020. Um, again, uh, Roscoe Neft, Roscoe Five Sided Dice Neft, Port Elizabeth, South Africa. The tune Frank's going to spin is called Spiraling Down off his current album, Music Not As Bad As It Sounds. And this guy is gifted, folks. Let's give it a listen. Whirl it, Frank. All right. Yeah.
get him, Roscoe. My goodness. My gosh, that that tune has everything in it, guys. Uh, Five sided dice, Port Elizabeth, South Africa, Roscoe Neft. Look it up. But that, to me, guys, I don't, I don't know what you guys think. That has everything in it. That song takes me everywhere. Yeah, that had a lot going on there. What would you think, yes. Jim? Uh, chorus is a little out of my wheelhouse. I'm not that big on the whole screamo y thing, but. Mm -hmm. um, thing I noticed about the song what's really important in it is is the lyrics what he's what he's singing is really um, a big part of the song right mm -hmm. uh, but I think uh, as as far as uh, just being a well-crafted tune absolutely uh, yep well done well produced well put together uh, pretty pretty well engineered for a one-man show yep you know, five sided records. Very, very contemporary dice. sounding. Yep. It sounds like uh, sounds like something I would turn on in here on, you know, modern rock radio. Just like you know, that. My only gripe about the whole thing was um, the drums. The drum sound itself. Um, I, I wish it was a little more boomier. You know, but the the song itself is. Hey, you're right, Jim. It's something you probably turn on the radio and hear today. Right, but I, it's it to me. It sounds I like, like it's. It. To me, it sounds like it's mixed for radio. If you listen yeah. to something on the radio, the vocals are very upfront in the mix. Um, you know, and I think that's, I just, I just like I think that's, I think that's typical yeah. the way stuff's largely yeah. done today. Right. No, that's good. Five sided dice. Good name Roscoe too. Neff, yep. yeah. Port Elizabeth, uh, South Africa folks in Conspiracy Land. I believe that's gotta be our farthest uh, reach. Probably so. And, and, and again, folks, on Conspiracy Land, Bandcamp. Yes. Bandcamp. Check oh. it out. Yep. Can't go wrong. Five-sided five dice. All right. Out of Port Elizabeth, South Africa. Not the one in Sussex, England. <laughs> well, moving forward, um, I'm not going that far. I I'm just going to reach on over to Phoenix, Arizona ah. and uh, present to you uh, no Rabbit, No Race is the name of the project. It's the brainchild of uh, one Brian Buzzard. And uh, Brian's been active in the Phoenix music community since the 90s. Um, he's played with a band called Soul Shock Remedy um, with Ken Mary. I don't know if you're familiar with that name, but he's played with Alice Cooper and uh, Flotsam yeah. Jetson and uh, mm. House of Lords. And... Um, Brian, Brian's got a YouTube channel that you should check out also. He's, he does a lot of cover tunes, and they try to do them as closely to the original as possible. Yeah, he's got a real good voice. and um, But the song that I'm going to play is off of his four-song EP called Nonetheless. And uh, the song I'm going to play for you is called Wax Moon.
right, that's No Rabbit, No Race with Wax Moon. That, that is available on all streaming services. And, I, and before we talk about it, I want to tell you, Brian Buzzard plays guitars, bass, and vocals on this EP. Uh, drums are by Ken Ball Holly, and it's engineered and mixed by Corey Spots. Um, Jerry, what are your thoughts? I like that a lot. Very Rob Halfordy sounding. Not the music, the vocal. Yeah. And, and I like the music in the background because uh, it gives you a little different vibe. Yeah. You know, to, to the vocals, but great stuff, Frank. Yeah. And thank you. This was like uh, workout music, you know, because it gets your blood pumping. Right. Jim, what'd you think? Uh, I liked it. Um, it was a little, to me, it was a little reminiscent of Foo Fighters. Mm -hmm. um, oh, yeah. Yes. The, the song really kicks. Yeah, workout music. I think that's a good right. one, isn't it? But uh, right. would sound, would sound good blurring uh, over the overheads anywhere, right? Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, really liked the bridge. Thought it was well placed and like fit really well into the structure of the song. Right. I, I liked it. Thought it was well put together, well engineered. Oh, I loved all the guitars on that song. Yes. Great, great vocals. Solo, everything. Vocals, yeah. yeah, vocals oh, were yeah. just yeah. growl to it. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. All right, well, that's No Rabbit, No Race. And like I said, check them out on all streaming services. Uh, I found them on Bandcamp, but they are everywhere. So check it out. All right, now. Will do. Jim, let's move forward. What do you have for us this week? Yeah, so this week, um, a band called Self Cut Bangs. Which, uh, when you find out kind of how this project came together, it kind of, the name kind of makes a little sense. And, and so I've we been have, there. Uh, we have Kaylee O'Neill from The Dark Time doing vocals. And Sean Peche from Napalm Palm, another great name for a band. <laughs> uh, kind of getting together and doing this project. Um, they also, uh, between the two of them, share all the, uh, all the instrument duties. And so how this kind of started, and, and I'm finding this kind of more and more with bands I'm finding out there. Um, they can't go out and play live, right, right mm -hmm. during quarantine. No. And so they sit down and start writing. And that's kind of the way this project started out. They started getting up on a Saturday morning in their apartment and started working on a song. And then, as, then they started becoming a thing every Saturday. And as quarantine extended pretty soon they had an album's worth of material <laughs> um and so uh and that's kind of kind of born out of that and at a certain point they said hey these are these songs are pretty good why don't why don't we put them out and self-cut bangs i think is a, is a perfect name because everybody's <laughs> giving themselves haircuts while there you go. while they're in quarantine right well those <laughs> that have bangs i don't you don't no, nope. and I don't, I don't have, have to bangs. worry about it either because I. No, I don't have bangs. If I if I pull this thing down, you'll see the comb over and the 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 rug. I got <laughs> I got I got to sit just a certain way. There we so, go. So, uh, influenced by uh, X Hex, Red Cross, the Coat Hangers, Matthew Sweet, Blondie, Matthew so Sweet, Blondie, a lot of, mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. lot of little punk and uh, power pop. Yeah. Uh, influences in there all bands that i really love of course cool. um i didn't i didn't particularly hear um 
like on this song that we're going to play, it's called um, Perfect Posture. A little reminiscent of X-Hex to me, but, um, you know, maybe maybe there's a little bit of everything going on in there. But uh, that's kind of who it reminded me of, of all, the, of all their... Of all their listed influences there. Right. So uh, let's uh, let's go ahead and give it a listen. Here we go. I love that distorted bass. I know, oh. right? Yeah. It's just oh. obnoxious. And then the, the guitar comes in kind of clean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, love that. Love that. They kind of do a little solo before it kicks into the verse. Right. But the uh, solo in the outro was what I like too. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well done, Jaime. Yep. Yeah. I don't know if I mentioned they're out of Calgary. Ontario. All right. Right. Um, found them on Bandcamp. I think it is was just released. You can pre-order it, and it's name your price. Oh, very good for the whole album. You get. That's what uh, I love about Bandcamp. Oh. 
name your name your price so you put That's whatever it, in name there your price you get yeah. three tracks right now and the rest when the album album drops i think in another yeah. week or week or so nice that's a self-cut bangs check them out folks i like it Jaime. well done yeah good pick My gosh and yeah. a girl singing yeah i know imagine, shocking imagine shocking that. for one of my picks oh <laughs> well we were just saying it's been a couple weeks so uh-huh. it's been longer than that frank back I in the saddle was, i thought jaime was a robot that's not our jaime what happened <laughs> Oh, I'm, I'm, well. I'm the man of mystery, man. You don't know what I'm doing. Yes, you are. <laughs> Talk about eclectic. Yeah. We, used to, we used to call you Jimmy Eck yep. for eclectic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I this week's that. classic pick belonged to Jerry. Well, what do you got for us, Jerry? Let's talk about that, uh, that album, shall we? Uh, it's the fourth studio album released by this band. And uh, I had the album before it. Everybody knows head first. It's my, the band I picked, guys, uh, in Conspiracy Land is the Babies, Union Jacks. Now, it's their fourth studio album, uh, British band. But I had head first before this, and I had this album. And what I found out, thanks to Frank and Jim, is this is their fourth studio album, but it's the first, it's the first album that John Waite John Wait didn't play bass on. So apparently back in the day when they made their hit song Head First or whatever out, he played bass and vocals. Not in this one, folks. Uh, they had some help from Jonathan Kane, who, who eventually went to Journey, and, and Ricky Phillips on bass. So we got Wally Stocker guitar, Tony Brock on drums, who later played for Rod Stewart. I saw him play with Rod Stewart. Uh, John Waite, of course, on vocals. Um, uh, and who did I leave out? I think Nobody. I, yeah, I think I brought them all in. Yeah, this is head for, uh, excuse me, this is uh, Union Jacks uh, released New Year's 1980. So, yeah, and um, 35 minutes long for an album, you know, love that. 35. And what's funny, guys, nine songs. You, yeah. you out in Conspiracy Man, I used to play these albums and, and thought they took hours to, <laughs> to play. When, no, but when I revisit, guys, when I revisit, here, Frank's right, 35 minutes, eight seconds. It flies now, by. That that's take. I'm taking the trash out. I went in the backyard. I check mail. There yep. goes that. Yeah. But um, uh, Chrysalis Records, who back in the day, folks, on conspiracy had to me, Chrysalis Records had everybody. Pat Benatar. I remember Billy Idol, uh, the Babies, and whoever else. I know there's UFO. a lot out there. UFO. UFO. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, produced by Keith Olson. Uh, and again, uh. The first album, and, and I didn't know this. Uh, to me, John Waite's always been a vocalist. I didn't know he played bass. Oh, yeah. And, and to the addition of Jonathan Cain, you can hear the uh, certain songs I haven't written down, Frank, when you go over it. Uh, mm-hmm. you, you can hear that keyboard drop in, and you know that's an expert, though, keyboard player. But, uh, yeah, right. folks, uh, The Babies, Union Jacks, fourth studio album, um, January 8th, 1980, Chrysalis Records, produced by Keith Olsen. And uh, yeah, I, well, like, I wore this. I wore this out, folks. I wore this. I wore this out, Jim and Frank. I did. Jim they, said uh, um, they, nine they songs. Two Americans to the band. Yeah. Yes. Yep. We, we've got nine songs. Maybe that's why it's yeah. Um, back on my feet again. True love. True confession. Um, midnight midnight rendezvous. rendezvous. Which sounds like uh, uh, you Union may Jack. be wrong. 
song. You yeah. had that guitar intro. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's a good side one. That Big is. side one. Yeah. Really yeah. good. Yeah. Um, John Waite, his voice, just spectacular. It never sounds bad. No. I've no. never heard his uh, anything from him and go, uh, is he sick? Do you have yeah. a cold? It's suave. It's smooth. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to sing. Is there a song on that side that I really don't care for? And and I like them all. Every well, to me, song, there, yeah. you know, they're, they're, you know, of course the singles, Midnight Rendezvous went back on my feet again. We all know those, but right. Uh, Union True Jack. Love, True Confessions was released first. And then that's, I don't get that. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and I said, for me, Union Jack is the only song that I wasn't really familiar with. Um, but great, great tune. Then, awesome then you listen tune. to it. Yeah. Then you listen to it. Yeah. yeah. And, and the lyrics too. Right. Oh. When you can yeah. throw in, I can't pay my rent and something's something, something's. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, good, good, good way to start an album. Um, side two, uh, In Your Eyes, Anytime, Jesus, Are You There, Turn Around in Tokyo, and Love is Just a Mystery.
With side two, the only song to me that doesn't fit, and it's because of the keyboards and the music, is Jesus Are You There. Lyrics are great because there's so much. Uh, wow. I think the lyrics are good, but the, the music is just so different. Not as subtle on the keyboards as the rest of the album, in my opinion. What do you think, Jim? Uh, maybe true, but I, I love the song. I think mm-hmm. it's. Um, like you said, it, it's really about the lyrics in right. that tune. Um, least favorite song on the album, Turn Around in Tokyo. You the know, one, one, one song on the record that, that I didn't have the patience for when, it, like, when I used to listen to it as a kid, <laughs> I would get up like, you got to skip that one. Just. How funny. <laughs> when I heard this song, Turn Around in Tokyo, I, I was telling you earlier, Jim, I was in the garage doing some work. And I had it blaring all over the speakers. And I thought it was cheap trick. I thought, I got the wrong song. How did that happen? How did that happen? It Is sounded that like Robin Jonathan Zander. Waite's voice. Yeah. <laughs> because, man, Waite, he kills it on this album. His vocals are so, so tight. And then this one comes on. It's like, eh. It's play, it, play the intro to it. Oh, I, yeah. It's, it's awesome. Cowbell. <laughs> yep the cure for all that's it Absolutely. <laughs> well I, I you couldn't pick a stronger album though good good solid I'm album. glad guys I, I swear I went back and forth over this and head first and I thought well you had them both Jer which one did you play the most and I remember getting the dairy paycheck Frank right and picking up Union Jacks and just just playing the heck out of it. Yeah. Playing the heck out of it. And, and yeah, I, I'm glad it came to me. It's just sometimes you guys are way more advanced. You guys know way more things underground, above ground, etc. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I'm Ricky Nelson growing up in the house. <laughs> we, we got an L, we got a hi-fi player and that's all we got <laughs> to listen to. And that's, you know, I never traveled mm. and, and, I'm I'm glad I'm glad you guys like this album because I went well, back and forth over it for a solid bit. record. Yeah, awesome, awesome. For for an album also that was recorded in 1979, man, it still yeah. sounds good. Yeah, yeah. End it, of '79. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It's it's a good one. Yeah. Thanks. All right. Guys. Awesome. Good pick. Well, the next episode will be uh, Jim's pick. Yes. Hmm. What do you I got am, for us? I am going to continue with the David Bowie theme. And we will be discussing the rise and fall of Z Stardust and right. the Spiders from Mars. Now, there you go. I like the sound of that. I knew you would. Yeah. Can't I know go it's wrong one of your faves. Yes, so. it is. Oh, that's going to be a good one. I look forward to that. What do you think, Jerry? You think you're going to like that I'm still writing it down. Fall of Ziggy Stardust would have been awesome. Yeah. Now we got to throw in this. Hang on, spiders. 
from Mars. Now, Jim. Yes. You, you, I know you love your three-minute songs. Uh, can we possibly find a longer title of an album? <laughs> I know. It's a long Rise one. and Fall it's of Ziggy one. Stardust and the Spiders from Mars. I'm going to look it up and play it. You know, I got Bowie's Greatest. I always love... Uh, what album did... I love The Lodger, too. I loved his album, The Lodger. Sure. DJ is a great, but, uh, great album, yeah. man. Oh, that's right. Yeah. No, I got it. That's that's great. That's what I love about you guys. Love about this show, folks out in Conspiracy Land. We get, again, Frank and Jim are, you know, did stuff back in the day, researched, got avant-garde. Did they, I never did. I just, <laughs> is it a Kiss song? Yeah. <laughs> is, it, is, is it Van Halen or The Cars or Journey? Oh, no, it's Eddie Money. Oh, the big, big four. Oh, the big five. Well, I'm, I'm just Eddie saying, there's, there's, I, I, I was so close, and that's what I love about this show, you two, and I love yeah. you guys very much. But you throw stuff out there that I've, of course, I've seen that album title. I mean, I, uh, I never bought it. I never bought it, but I, I bet I love it. You will. You will. And that's what I love about this show, you two cats. I, I <laughs> stuff I never heard of, or stuff I heard of but didn't purchase. And then uh, I listened to it, and it's like, so I'm looking forward to it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sort of, uh, I don't know, probably widely held up as Bowie's sort of masterpiece, mm -hmm. right? He did oh, a lot oh, of so great... it's his masterpiece, and it's the longest title, Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders for Mars. That's mm -hmm. really the album title? <laughs> That's really the title. That's how it works. Yeah. Okay. Um, hang, hang on, my pen has still got ink. <laughs> I sent you guys a video not long ago of um, footage, the remastered footage from the uh, 19, whenever it was, of Van Halen in Australia. 90. Gary Sharon. Yeah, I've 98. seen that a couple times already, yeah. Um, I want to get your guys' thoughts because a lot of my friends have been kind of hitting me up and asking me what I thought. And um, uh, before I give my opinion on it, I want to hear what, what you – Let's go with you, Jim. What do you what, what do you think of that? Um, I was never a big fan of Extreme. Oh, not because of Nuno Bentoncourt, but I wasn't a big fan of Sharon. I mean, mm -hmm. the guy's got range and stuff. There's just something about really you know, didn't do it for you, huh? Just didn't do it for me. Wow. Anyway, um, uh, not that the guy's not a talented singer, right? right. I mean, just not just, your style. Yeah, just not my style. Um, I watched the video. I don't. I don't think I got all the way through it, but uh, <coughs> a great stage presence. I was really surprised at how like just good he looks on stage, and yeah. uh, and sounded great. He, he's quite a bit younger than the Van Halens and Michael Anthony, but mm -hmm. I think that was kind of one of the problems with why it didn't work out. It didn't. You can see it. To me, you can see it on the video, guys. I used to. I, I've been. I watched that thing on YouTube like maybe two, three years ago. And there's mm -hmm. parts in the thing where you can see Sharon's going this way, and Eddie gives the signal. Right. And then the other three just steal it. Especially if you play. Um, somebody get me a doctor. Oh, and Michael singing is just outrageous. They, they, they just. Sharon's doing it, and he's doing it. And then I guess somebody somewhere decides, uh, you know, we're not going there right now. Yeah. And then Sharon's way off around the drum riser. <laughs> and then Eddie just gives the wink or whatever happens. And then they go into Michael starts singing it. Now, right. to me, there's no way that's intended, but I right. could have been, you know. 
Oh, I thought could be, could be malfeasance. I don't I, know. I thought but with I, it's um, good stuff, and that's when Eddie was really, uh, you know. Oh, he was out, drugged out. Yeah. Oh. But I thought Gary was um, with his short hair and his bell bottoms. I just thought he was that out of place um, aesthetically with the band. Too, Frank, I was like, yeah, yeah, what are you doing, bro? But I thought he handled Dave's song really well, songs. Oh, and Sammy's too. Yeah, dude's a vocalist. Um, no but doubt. There was a, I think there was a lot of fan backlash right. when he joined the band. I mean, uh, for a lot of people, Sammy Hager was a tough pill to swallow and then sure. you had you had that guy that did more than words right in the band right and I, I i don't think he really got a fighting chance i mean people i think had kind of written I, off before it even started yeah i, well, I mean, love van halen three good album it's got some you good songs be on in it. the right mood folks you as be long in the right as long as eddie's not van saying halen. it's a good van album halen, well and of course he throws one on there yeah. you know how many uh, more or whatever? Uh, easy, Edward. Shut but they'd up. even even talked at one point about having Patty Smythe join the band. You I know, heard Ed, that too. Eddie Eddie asked her, and um, no, I thought it was. Uh, oh yeah, Vandal. You're right, mm -hmm. Frank. I take that yeah. back. You're right, Frank. Yeah, excuse me. Yeah. So they, he, Eddie was stretching. He was he was looking for something at that time. So well, her your her comment was, you know, I I see him and uh, I don't want to go there. Right. You know, it's well, party so party party. Mess they like, yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't. I don't know what she would have brought to the band. A polar opposite of what they already had. I think that's all Eddie was trying to do. He was trying uh, to get more into the keyboards and, and do more pop stuff. So I mean, not that and not it, that Patty Smythe's a bad singer. In any right. Stretch, no, but no. I can't. I can't see her up there doing DOA or running with the devil. Somebody get me a doctor. Or something <laughs> right. Like that. I mean, she was doing <laughs> a completely girls. different vibe. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful girls. So. No, Eddie probably had a crush on her and his drug-induced coma, whatever. Could be. I, I think he wanted I, to prove that I, I the guitarist that. was the main focus we, of the band. We, we don't know. Oh, he did that since album two. Yeah. But then I'm Dave overwhelmed that. Now, Al, yeah. Ben Halen, three guys in a certain mood I'm in, mm -hmm. it's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's, it's yeah. Completely I'm, different guitar I'm still sound. angry with yes. Eddie because... He married Valerie Bertinelli and then found a way to screw that up. It's like, yeah. you don't, you <laughs> idiot. <laughs> I think they both screwed it up. They were both coked out on their wedding days. So Absolutely. What are you going to do? So anyways. But um, he ruined a good soul. I agree with you, Jaime, yeah. 100%. I was watching, uh, what's that show she was on? One Day at a Time. This one is it. Time. This is it. Yeah, One yeah. Day at a Time. And then, you know, you heard... I remember back then, even I was still the youngster, 17, 18. Oh, don't, don't go, don't go with him. He'll mess you <laughs> up. You're American TV apple pie. Don't do it. But you know, yeah. they hung out. They did 25 years, folks. So yeah. that's that's admirable. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah. All right. So the next episode is David Bowie with Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars. I'm looking forward to that. Me too. Good. Good. All right. Well, let's go ahead and uh, wrap this thing up. Jerry, do you have anything that uh, yes, you'd like I do. to bring it on? Jim, Jim and Frank are my brothers from high school, brothers from another mother. But honestly, folks, check out YouTube, Facebook, Bandcamp, Spotify. It's Instagram. It's all out there. Uh, keep rocking, folks. Uh, and to Geriatric, keep listening, keep <laughs> commenting. We love it. We yeah, love Geriatric. Thanks, Jerry. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Anybody. I wanted to mention him at the beginning of the uh, beginning of the episode, and then. Uh, oh. But we're at that age, time that we, we we forget shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's all good. Uh, I want to see some other comments too. If you if you're watching, tell us what you think. Um, yeah, you know, subscribe. Let us know what do you think about my cheap Chinese knockoff guitars in the back back there. Right. Um, I can't walk around. That, that you so conveniently changed for this broadcast. I've changed apparently them almost Jerry, every episode. Apparently, and nobody's noticed. Got to you. Yeah. Okay. Well, I noticed. <laughs> the geriatric noticed. I uh, I was just talking to Jeff uh, Brenneman about this the other day. I said, you know. I change those guitars around every episode and nobody says anything. Nope. And he says, no, people are watching you. They're not looking. And I said, you know, when I watch somebody else's video there, I think I watch it as there might be a quiz. So I look at everything. Yeah. I look in the background. <laughs> oh, product. I don't, don't want to be, I don't want to be tested the, on anything. <laughs> no. no, but we all know how Frank is. I mean, is the Paul Stanley doll on the far left? All right. Or yeah. second to left. Yeah. Which one was it? And did he change? Did he move? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> he like that haunted doll. Tell, tell us in the comments channel. below. Yeah, that's right. right. Yep. All right, Jim, why don't you take us on home? Shop is closed. song that I'm going to play is off his four song EP called Nonetheless. And uh, the song um, that I'm going to play for you is um, Where Did It Go? Hold on here. The song or is that the title of the nah, song? Hold on, I lost it. <laughs> the like me, like me last episode, man. Yeah. I'm telling you guys, we all share it. We all share it. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> The song I'm going to play for you is called Wax Moon. <laughs> 